Hello listeners, welcome to episode 4 of the Mo podcast. This one is titled Animal Farm, which is sort of inspired by the uh, book written by George Orwell, uh, which has the same title, which is Animal Farm. Uh, I think many of you might have uh, read it, or at least heard of it, where uh, he does a beautiful uh, parody of sorts, uh, or, or take on the socialist and communist uh, model of, of governance um, using, you know, farm animals as, as the characters. Um, so this is not really a take on socialism or communism that way. Um, but I'm, I'm going to talk about something which is on the other side of the spectrum, which is uh, crony capitalism or corporate greed. Um, I am not a socialist. I'm definitely not a communist. I do believe in uh, capitalism. I think uh, that's that's a model that works, notwithstanding the several imperfections that might be there in the model. But but I think um, that works as as an economic model. It it has proved again and again uh, to be the most optimum way until we can figure out as a species a, a better way of. Um, running our economy and, and and the market as such. Uh, I've been working in, in the corporate sector for more than 14 years, so I've derived benefits out of that system. I do understand the concepts of uh, demand and supply, um, the fact that you know capitalism in a way enables innovation because it has a very strong reward mechanism. So if you can sell it and there are people to buy it, then you get money. Right, so it's fairly simple that way. Um, the other element is, and and I think it's very personal for for somebody who's uh, was born in India, and and I was born in the eighties, so I've seen multiple phases of of India. Um, so I was basically born in the pre-liberalization era, where uh, there was a lot of poverty. There was uh, joblessness and basically the state had been uh, driven into bankruptcy. Um, So I think late uh, 80s, early 90s is when India started opening up its uh, gates to the the global economy and uh, outsourcing has helped it in a big way. Um, So I think all the money that came in from... uh, uh, from the U.S. primarily and other other parts of the world, uh, help you know fuel fuel the economy and uh, I would say millions of people have um, clawed their way out of poverty uh, primarily because of this. Uh, India traditionally has been a welfare state, so uh, you know for over the years they've been doling out uh, freebies and subsidies and things like that uh, to the poor. Um, I think it's essential to have some sort of social security um, because there there is a vulnerable 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 uh, <laughs> section of the society which needs to be uh, protected. And um, but 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 the issue with that is for you to run a welfare state where you are giving away money for free, uh, you need a very robust income strategy as well right so either through taxes or other forms of revenue um, you'd have to generate income and that can only happen if 
uh, you have a capitalistic society because you know capitalism is has has proved over over decades to uh, be the system which generates the maximum amount of money right uh, unless you sit on natural resources right now maybe in the middle east where you have tons of money and and uh, you have monopoly over over how that's utilized um so so i do see benefits of the of the corporate system and i think it's a it's almost like a necessary evil which is there unless society reforms at a at a general level and um, you know our primal instincts go away maybe we can uh, find a better mode but but i think this is what we have to live with for the moment um so as i've said i've been in the industry for uh, for a reasonable reasonably long period of time and i while i understand the benefits that come of it i also understand the issues because i have seen them very closely i have experienced them firsthand and i have seen friends and and family experience that as well so a typical corporate um and and i'm basically being the devil's advocate here right so when i look at the cons of of the corporate structure especially large enterprises um which are listed it is very similar to to a cattle farm and and that's where you know the the title comes from which is animal farm right their model is not very different from how you would operate um a wild stock uh farm which is you basically you know catch them young so you would recruit resources at low cost um from either universities or fresh out of college now i think in the global economy you know you outsource it um so you get it cheap in other places right so you basically outsource your farm um you feed them you stock them up so you give them money you give them benefits things like that and uh, while this is being done you try to extract as much value as you can uh sometimes to the detriment of of the person themselves right uh that's how the model works so you either you know share them for wool or you know milk them milk them for for milk um other things right and sometimes you cull them for meat um so but but the intent always is is to maximize value that you derive from uh from that individual right which is very similar to what you would do in a um, capital uh, animal farm not not the free range ones right which are free to do whatever they want no company works like that and so they have policies procedures um, you know standard operating uh, processes etc in place which decide what happens when when you report in when you leave you know what you wear what you do reviews productivity all of that right and uh, once the cattle get older if they are no longer productive or are too expensive wherein you get benefits same benefits or better benefits from uh, younger people at lower cost you just get rid of the older ones right so so the livestock is is gotten rid of so you either lay them off or get rid of them or make it so difficult that they leave on their own and you replace constantly keep replacing the the livestock uh <laughs> this this might appear like a very doomsday uh, negative portrayal but 
but if you cut out all the fancy things uh, you know that's the model that's the primary model that is followed and um, and you keep repeating the cycle right and and you keep making more money um now i think with the global model you know you are moving work to uh, other countries where we may not really you know pay the uh, true cost of labor there are sweatshops that um that provide services for for peanuts sometimes not even a proper living wage and uh, you may not even pay like the true environmental cost because there could be lower standards that you want to exploit um there may not be enough regulatory governance and and so on um and and what's very pertinent is even within the corporate sector uh people are called human resources right so they consider you as a as a resource very similar to uh, any other resource right which is material in nature and uh, they use like reward and and punishment methodology to extract productivity or scare you into doing more and uh, you know some some companies have a very hyper competitive environment where everybody is fighting each other um i think it's more common in the financial sector where it is glorified um so called wolf of the wall street um but i think it's prevalent in other industries as well right so that's a common theme where everybody is trying to run up the corporate ladder and uh, if need be you know shove others from the ladder onto the ground um so so in that sense yeah so and this is the the model that i have experienced as well but of course you know there are several benefits as well because uh, you make money in the process and uh, this results in improvement in standard of living for a lot of people and for some people it's it's just a way to make ends meet Uh, because the alternate could be not eating starving uh, not having uh, you know a roof on your head um so so i don't know what the alternate is the issue with so if, we, if so that's the issue right but but the if you go a little deeper and try and analyze why the system is the way it is um corporate interest is not the same as employee interest it never is right especially for listed companies which uh, have shareholders their primary objective is is uh, shareholder value right it's not really uh, even customer interest for that matter so especially the big data companies um, or social media companies they fool people into thinking that the you know if i open an account for example on a on a networking site i am not the customer right they want my data i'm i'm just a cog in in the wheel the customer is is are the companies which buy ads or are the companies which buy my data so so their interests may not be aligned to uh, to my interest which as a user and their interest might not even be aligned to my interest as an employee because i'm trying to make make a wage and they are trying to increase uh, shareholder value or trying to make more money for Uh, uh you know for the officers or of senior management and uh, companies which are listed also have quarter end pressure so they have to meet certain numbers or show certain revenue when profits um so that the shareholders can uh, you know earn benefits 
in the form of dividends or on value through increase in in share price which you know when they share, sell shares you know they can they can get money out of it uh, but end of the day you know it's employees are just human capital that's what they are right they are using um, i wouldn't say pawns but but basically your tools or 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 uh, resources who enable the long term objective of trying to make as much money as you can there are very few companies especially listed ones who come in uh, with a corporate social responsibility as as their primary objective or even even welfare right general good ethics um as their primary uh, objective right uh, their objective is is mostly profit and and if you look at and i don't blame the uh, the officers or or you know people in in charge because they get judged on on those standards right so it's not very often that a cfo or a ceo can walk in and say okay i didn't make profit but i made a lot of people happy you know my employees have a 95% satisfaction rate right nobody cares you'll get fired um you could have a low employee satisfaction rate but if you're making tons of money uh people will be happy and there are a lot of examples where we actually idolize um ceos and founders who were not very nice people um and we are talking about large companies right either into manufacturing or selling fast moving consumer goods or you know uh running like shopping sites where they are publicly very well known to be uh not so nice people but we idolize them as as leaders and heroes um while on a day to day basis they might be treating people very poorly um while trying to achieve the corporate goals that they have uh but it is what it is right um and i guess they are worried about work targets and trying to uh, show that they are meeting the standards that a market or you know an investor or an analyst has set for them um but they have a stake as well right because end of the day it's personal growth um, they make money they make livelihood and uh, it also funds their lifestyle and uh, uh, power fame things like that so so yeah it, it is what it is right and the spoils of the corporate world are shared amongst amongst mostly i would say shareholders and top management and the employees also get some trickle down money which also helps them to live a better life um so overall i think it's a it's a very <laughs> weird system in place but it's a system that i guess works uh, i don't have any ready alternates for this but i think what might help is um i i did think about this but i think small businesses uh, operate very different from what a listed large enterprise would um because if you go to like, your mom and pop pop store around the corner it, it's not just a business but because you live in in a community um there are other considerations as well right because if if you're just a bad person who who's greedy Uh, your social status might get impacted by that right so it's not just oh how much money am i making when you're running a diner or a, or a 711 or doing something like that um so i think small businesses help um there's also less third party influence because 
you're trying to meet your own standards and as individuals i think our perception can be very different uh when compared to the person being in a mob setup or being driven by a process or a system right and there are various various examples where uh we tend to be compliant uh with with sort some what somebody else sets for you so i think small businesses can make a difference i think capitalism is important especially in in uh, third world countries if it can be governed and if it can be um used in conjunction with with concepts of welfare um i think that's good but i think the problem is crony capitalism right? or or corporate greed um which which basically uses every everybody in that in that entire value uh chain as as just an asset which can be utilized or just as a resource which needs to be maximized um the other issue is is that corporate greed can uh, have an impact not only on on the employees itself but but also on uh, environment on uh, society on how whether we are paying through cost of labor uh, things like that uh because a lot of times and there are several examples i don't want to go into the specifics where uh, where you know corporations have just lied they have broken the law they have paid bribes uh you know they have tried to arm twist people they have tried to sue people out of existence um because they propose a counter theory so so that's a risk that you run so my overall um suggestion on this and my personal belief is is the uh, the solution is a, is a combination of of the uh, capitalistic market uh which is moderated by minimalism right which is no compulsory consumption where you basically you know use things and and love people and not the other way around to to quote the minimalists right where they say you should use things and and love people and not the other way around now in this world we tend to love things and and use people uh which is the mode that most corporates follow but um but it, re- reducing consumption helps and i've been a minimalist for for quite some time i try to be i i'm not at the ideal state stage that i would like to be but i try to be conscious in um in how i purchase things how i utilize things um because that way you can reduce uh you know your your footprint on on this world you can uh, reduce your impact on the habitat and i think in the long term it will also help reduce the stress um of trying to succeed or trying to make money which drives even good people to do bad things um because you have this desire to for more to gather more to get more stuff into your life um so you have to be pragmatic obviously people have to eat they need to have uh, a reasonable standard of living they need to um have some sort of security in in the long term whether you can call it retirement or or anything but but at the uh, we shouldn't swing to the other end of the spectrum though to to achieve these goals and by reducing consumption and uh, managing your lifestyle i think this can be achieved without uh without a scorched earth policy right where you're burning the the earth to to the ground um so i think yeah this is something that you should think about 
uh, everyone who's part of the corporate sector should should have a thought about this i don't think the system will change i think pretty much uh, it is so hard grained into into our psyche and our economy that this will not go away but at minimum we can make a difference at at a personal level where we can make choices as to what we consume what we desire and how long or how far are we willing to go there because it's it's not just um, you know that you have to meet the ends but also about how you want to meet the ends right so the journey the approach makes a makes a big difference um so yeah so i think that's pretty much what i wanted to talk about i would do another show on um, on minimalism that's a concept that i would like to spend time um you know discussing and also share my personal experience with that um it's been a wonderful thing i think it was a life changer for me and gave me a very different perspective um because i discovered it only a couple of years back and i was deeply entrenched into the corporate world by then i worked with very large organizations in in the past even now i actually work with a fairly big big organization so i've been in the financial sector i've been uh, in the pharmaceutical sector i've been in the it services space into business process outsourcing so and i'm a lawyer right so uh, you know the popular uh, cultures that lawyers are evil but but i think i'm a bit different and i think most of lawyers i know are are also different but but yeah it's a it's a doggy dog world that way right um all right so i think that basically covers what i wanted to uh, talk about so let me know your thoughts and comments um you can always leave a voice mail uh, for me on on anchor app and uh, yeah if you if you leave me a message i'll definitely try to uh, respond to that and uh, maybe you know even put you up on on the next episode all right thank you so much cheerio